aka wow. Robin Cohen. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Wow. <laughs> hey, folks. Thanks for tuning in to this episode where we didn't do, and we just showed Nothing. up eight minutes ago, and we're like, "Hey, ish, ish," and we're like, "Hey, it's Tuesday night, right?" Let's do that thing we do on Tuesday nights. <laughs> and so we hope you enjoy it. Folks, thanks so much for tuning into this uh, Muddy Waters Media production. Be sure to share this right now. Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and whatever else you're watching it on. They hate us and they hate you. And they don't want you to, to show this to people so that they can learn things. So show them what's what and share it anyway. And be sure to like us, follow us, subscribe to us. However it is you're watching this, be sure to demonstrate your approval of such things by giving us a like, follow, share, whatever. And if it's on YouTube, hit the damn bell. You got to hit the bell or else your phone won't blow up with notifications That's whenever right. we go live. So be sure to hit the bell. And uh, what else? Hit the bell. Give the gift of Money Waters today. Kids absolutely love it. They, they love, love it. it. They kids love it. Love it. The kids uh, are all about this. First and foremost, allow me to thank the fine, wonderful people at siestacava.com for the kava that I'm drinking on today's episode. And allow me to thank Nestle Pure Life for this. I got it from Walmart. For this, this my wife got it from Walmart. Bula Vanaka. Bula Vanaka. Everybody, nobody calls Spike baby because he was put in the corner. And nobody puts oh, yeah. I'm in, in the, cor- the corner. So, folks, who likes the contrast? This is my accent wall of the room. So This is just the – it's colored like the other walls. So the other three walls. So this is now – this is what's happening now. This, this is, is actually – fun fact, this is the corner where I started my show. It's a fun fact. Yeah. According to Billy Pierce, your channel won't let him hit the bell because it says that his content is designed for kids. Our content is designed for kids? No. <laughs> no, I was very certain not to check that box. <laughs> yeah, your your personal YouTube, I'm guessing. Um <laughs> That's definitely not designed for children. No. Um, well, we're going to yes. fix that. So this episode is brought to you, of course, by the... Where are we? Hold on. <laughs> this episode is, in fact, brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest-growing waffle-related caucus in the Libertarian Party or any anywhere else, anything else. Be sure to go to, to the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus Facebook pay, group. On called Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, if, if you can believe such a thing. Uh, and then uh, this episode is also brought to you by Black Coffee, spelled B-L-V-C-K, because nothing matters anymore. We call things whatever the hell we want to. You just say whatever you want. Uh, and so it's the most delicious, cold-brewed, organic coffee to ever be horrifically misspelled, uh, ever. So go to blackbrews.com, B-L-V-C-K-brews.com, and use checkout code... M.W. to get yourself some of that amazing, amazing free shipping that they're handing out over there 
at Black Coffee. This episode is also brought to you by Nugs, Nug of Knowledge. We are now selling smokables on this show. Back to our roots of selling smokables. And this is, this will not get you high. Well, that green one might. Oh, that green but the one other might. one, the green one might get you a little high. Uh, and also might might not be legal in your state. But hey, who knows? Uh, so Nugs of Knowledge is not your normal uh, CBD supplier. Uh, for every purchase of, uh, of Nug of Knowledge, uh, some of the proceeds go towards uh, compassionate care programs that actually give CBD products to uh, veterans and disabled people and people who cannot afford it themselves. Uh, and it also go to- goes towards helping end the war on drugs. Um, so be sure to go to nugofknowledge.com and use checkout code SPIKE for 10% off. You're smokable. You can now use the code SPIKE when you buy weed. So do you want to hear something really funny that I literally just found out right now in this moment? Okay. Yes. Of all the people that watch or listen to our show, Mm -hmm. who do you think the least likely person to get the Facebook zuckening where they can't comment or post in any groups until after the inauguration is of our regular commenters, regular regular commenters and listeners and watchers. And Super fan Sarah Anderegg isn't allowed to comment on the pages or groups, and she just found out, and she is not happy about it. All I'm she posts, <laughs> all she posts is like pictures of food, food. kids. She's like the least offensive post. <laughs> she is what Facebook wants. She wants nothing but posts about. Food and children and maybe the occasional pet and a reference to loving someone. Like, it's literally. (laughs) I mean, I feel terrible. (laughs) She's indefinitely banned from (laughs) commenting in groups. Indefinitely? Indefinitely. I'm indefinitely banned from naming groups or, oh, naming groups or events. So they're really worried about super fan Sarah Anderegg. <laughs> trying to stop the steal. Right, trying to stop the steal. That's Sarah Anderegg, <laughs> always trying to <laughs> foment a, 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 an insurrection. Oh, my Lord. Um, I want to not find Sarah, that Sarah, funny. I know. She and I uh, just signed on a house, uh, well, to rent a house together and uh you may want to make sure they didn't that the the closing office doesn't call you and say listen (laughs) you're not allowed to get into any property until after the inauguration because we got to make sure wow (laughs) anyway (laughs) so how have your last two weeks been we have not done this since i know we barely we i mean we've talked a little but not a lot so my last two weeks have been fantastic as always 
Uh, I uh, I just I was in uh, California for the reopen Cal Now event. I spoke at the protest. We called it a protest. Uh, it wasn't a protest. It was more of a press conference. But it was we had a bunch of people there protesting. But I don't know. Can you call something a protest if the police are facing away from you? Like it feels like it's not a protest <laughs> if the police that's them are joining. guarding. Are guarding, yeah. They, 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 that's sort of me. I felt like they were part of it, right? Right. And it was like, see, as I was, as we were about to, as I was about to talk, uh, Capitol Hill Police, the the California Capitol Hill Police, come out to surround us, facing away. And I thought, well, hey, thanks for joining the protest, guys. Um, so it went very well. It was a great, uh, great conference, great uh, rally that we had with the police sure. on Capitol Hill, and. Uh, it ended, it must have been effective because uh, less than twenty four hours after it was over, or I guess just over twenty four hours after it was over, uh, Gavin Newsom lifted the stay at home order in Sacramento, which is where we were. So we'd like to take at least some credit for that. May as well take it all. I'll take all the credit <laughs> actually. And uh, let's see, um, what else have I done? I was on Kennedy again. Uh, it looks like I'm going to be a regular on that. I was on Russia Today again. Looks like I might be a, end up being a regular on that. Um, gosh, what else? I interviewed Santa last week on my show, Lenny Lenny Jarrett, who is a education reform advocate who looks as much like Santa as Tom Arnold does. Really? And I hope Tom Tom, Tom's probably going to be offended by that, but he does. <laughs> um, just really, just. And even when he laughs, he goes, ho, 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 ho. And I'm like, wow, that's, that is, that's impressive. So yeah, no, we, uh, we, uh, it's been a good week. How's your two weeks been? It's, it's been good. Uh, you know, I started a new job. Um, I started a new job three weeks ago. So when I was, when we did that last show, um, which I want to apologize to everybody in America, uh, because our last show that aired, um, did not go at the high standard that our shows normally go. The production values were minimal, shall we say, lacking, <laughs> non-existent in some non-existing. It was a good. Ne- sh- it was a good show, but then it, it it was a good show for anybody who heard all of it, um, <laughs> which wasn't any of us. No one actually heard all the show. Right. Um, and then we just didn't do one last week. Right. But the day after the show, the entire world exploded. <laughs> so it can only be our fault. If we had had a good show. If we had had a good show, the riot on the Capitol would not have happened. Would not have happened. So we are would very not, sorry for that. That's very, why Sarah got banned. That's why, because <laughs> they thought it was her fault. Which I'm Sarah fine with blaming banned. it on her. I'm fine yeah. with blaming Sarah for that. But yeah, so now we're back and we just have decided to not, you know, last time we tried, the last two times we tried putting together an actual show, it didn't work. So this time we said, hey, let's just go live. So here we are. So here's what we're going to do. Because we didn't bother doing notes because you all know what has happened. It's been a nightmare. Because of that, we're just going to do 
go straight to taking uh, taking the, the messages that have come in to the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. Uh, and if uh, the way that works is if you go to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters and leave a message for us, we will play that message at the next episode. And uh, you can also, while you're there, you can leave a message, but you can also make a donation to Muddy Waters. You are not required to make a donation in order for us to listen to or play your message, but we will like you more. So here is uh, here is the first message that came in. Oh dear, yeah, this is going to be a f- yeah. <laughs> So this is going to be a full. This is going to be a full show. <laughs> so let's get started with Josh. Hey Matt and Spike, it's Josh McCoes here in Alaska. Wanted to remind Spike to be ready to be sh- to ship out a crapload of smoked salmon when he comes up here. Because I know you're looking forward to it. Yes. Yes, I'm going to be in Alaska. On the six April sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth for the Gold Rush uh, event that the uh, Libertarian Party of Alaska is doing, I will be the uh, one of the speakers there. I'll be speaking about building a culture of winning in the Libertarian Party, and I'm going to eat so much salmon. I'm just going to shove so much salmon in my face because you can get it there, never frozen, never frozen Alaskans. I'm I'm going to eat so I'm going to make myself sick. And you my know. wife's going to be there because it's her birthday. And so she's going to watch me for her birthday. She's going to watch me shove salmon down my gullet until I get physically ill. It is going to be so much fun. Now, you know that uh, I was in uh, Alaska for a summer yeah. a couple of years ago. And yeah. Um, yeah. legitimately, there was, a, there was this place. I think it was just called the, it was either the Alaskan fish company or the Alaskan salmon company. I don't remember which. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I went there for lunch every day. And Sounds the best good. part about it was you, like, you're sitting in this restaurant and you, you would look out amongst the waterways there. I don't know which ones they were, um, <coughs> but you would look out amongst the waterways and you would just see them stacking this, like throwing the salmon up and some of that salmon came to me like almost immediately that's gonna make me eat even more if i watch them putting salmon in a container while i'm eating salmon i'm gonna be like i want that salmon too and then i I want that specific one i want that one i just saw he was (laughs) flippy and they'll be like and they'll be like well, it's going to take a good solid hour to get it. To, I'm, I'm not leaving here then. I want Flippy. When Flippy gets here, I want baked Flippy, please, with a little bit of rosemary, some sea salt. This right. is – I am going to eat so – I already know I'm going to make myself sick because I have very little self-control when it comes to smoked fish. And, oh, man. And I, I believe that uh, Josh McO's – uh, has a bunch of smoked salmon that he has prepared himself. Oh God! Of which you are supposed to ship some of that to me. I'll do it. I don't care. I'm sweet. I could also see you being like, I did ship it as you munch on smoked salmon. <laughs> what do you mean it didn't get to you? 
totally sent that. You What's the tracking number? Oh, that, yeah, I'll find the tracking number. Don't worry about that. I'm going to eat so much fish. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to eat so much fish. All I'm going to eat is fish. We're going to get in the evening of the 15th. And from the evening of the 15th until we leave sometime on the 18th, I'm going to eat nothing but salmon and maybe a little halibut. Okay, just a little bit of halibut, but mostly just Alaskan sockeye salmon. I'm not even going to eat keto salmon. Okay, I'm going to eat nothing but sockeye. I might have a little bit of keto salmon, but I'm not mostly eight ninety two percent of what I will consume for that four day period will be Alaskan sockeye salmon. The remaining eight percent will be split somewhat evenly between keto salmon and halibut. Josh Miko says <laughs> Kita salmon is shit. Well, that, see, so Kita, so Kita candy, where they, where they like basically make it into like a sweet jerky. That's okay, but no, I didn't dra- travel. What three thousand? I don't know how far away Alaska is. I didn't travel, however far away Alaska is from here, to eat Kita salmon. Okay, I can get that at Costco. I am there to eat never frozen sockeye salmon and just. I'm going to have sushi, like sashimi-grade sockeye salmon. I'm going to eat at every different level of cooked or not cooked. I'm going to eat so I'm definitely going to get sick. I'm going to show up to do my talk and be so, like, full. My stomach is going to be this big. And I'll be like, hey, I'm going to tell you about a culture or winning. Here's how we can win this thing. And I'll just you, go, you stop and, in the middle and lie down uh, for a nap. I'll be like, I'll be sweaty. I'll be like, you okay? Oh, no, I'm just ready to win. Oh, man, I'm so excited, Josh. You have no idea. All right, next next question from Alex Boyer. Boyer? Boyer. 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 Alex Boyer. Hello. Hello. Alex from Virginia calling in on the Chris Reynolds personal injury attorney, attorney law anchor call-in moment. I have a question today for... The guy on left and Spike. He got that correctly, by the way. Jewish pun, Cohen. Basically, <laughs> we live in a world where auto manufacturers calculate whether it's more cost effective for them to pay out settlements in court or do recalls on their defective products. With that in mind, how can we be assured that corporations and companies won't do nasty things like form trusts and do other things that aren't beneficial to consumers in, you know, in Kapistan or wherever? Thank you. So, so this is a good point. So, in a lot of major businesses, and you know, uh, car manufacturers are one example, but there are others as well. They figure that after a certain point, uh, it doesn't make any more sense to make their product safer because they made it fairly safe as it is. And at this point, the cost of making it safer wouldn't would actually be more expensive than the cost of settling for damages that happen as a result of their product still having some level of, of lack of safety. Now, this is different from the fact that anything can potentially be unsafe, right? Like it, it's impossible to make something, especially like a vehicle, a hundred percent, you know, a hundred percent safe, but this is where they actually know a way to make something safer, but they go, it would just cost less to pay out when, when those handful of people die as a result of this. Now, 
this is something where the answer is the more competition you have, the more safe things are going to be because now the auto manufacturers or whomever aren't just factoring in the cost of paying out the settlements. They're factoring in the opportunity cost of losing business to their other competitors. So as always, the answer is increased competition. What's what's happening? Somebody made a Fight Club reference in the comments, um, and that is a part of Fight Club where Ed Norton's character, the narrator, says that exact thing about uh, auto companies. Oh. And I just laughed at the Fight Club reference because it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, Billy Pierce, I learned that watching Fight Club. (laughs) I was thinking that exact thing when I was listening to the question. Yeah, because they start the car and it explodes. Yeah. 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 Yep. So that's the answer. I don't know if now I don't know if you actually wanted an answer to that question or you just wanted to reference Fight Club in a question, but I answered it anyway because that's who I am. And you know, I'm the anti troll. It was a good answer and it made everybody think of Fight Club. Well, then two birds, right? Two birds, one stone right there. Two birds of one stone. Okay, right. here's the uh, here's. Did you want to expound upon that, or or was no? The you you nailed club? it. Okay, okay, good. Thank yeah, you. you nailed it. Okay, thank you. So uh, we got a question from Raw Liberty Media. Oh, hang on. Hey, boys of. Uh... I was on Raw Liberty Media yes. yesterday. I was on I was on their show yesterday um, with James and Holden and. Uh, I think I think it's just James and Holden's uh, uh, sometimes co-host, um, but uh, great guys, great guys. They're just getting started. Check out their check out their show, uh, Raw Liberty Media. Uh, especially check out episode six because I'm on it. Episode six, Raw Liberty Media. Uh, yep. Muddy Waters Media. This is Jake Johnson, the uh, editor and founder of Raw Liberty Media. I was wondering how you, how you guys felt about Mitch McConnell all the powers that he is possessing as Emperor Palpatine. Let me know. Thanks. So cocaine, Mitch McConnell, cocaine, Mitch McConnell. Like, uh, now you have to remember anybody out there that these questions have been stacking up, um, for two weeks now. <laughs> and, and Mitch so McConnell, this was before uh, when this question was asked, yeah, Mitch McConnell had more power. Um, Right. But on January 5th-ish, uh, <laughs> Mitch McConnell was like so, Palpatine did. when Darth Vader threw him over. Big spoiler alert for Jedi if you haven't seen Return of the Jedi. Uh, I was going to say. When Darth Vader threw him over the edge um, and he lost. So he's his... still Palpatine. He's, he's still just Palpatine. Palpatine plummeting into the into the pit Abyss. or whatever yeah. they threw him down. Yeah, right to which later he'll be cloned um to which later he'll be cloned and it won't really make that much sense another um, another another spoiler alert there that is yeah that's yeah that's actually kind of a big one um that's a big one. but um yeah mitch was uh definitely wielding a lot of power at the end and power that didn't make a lot of sense for him to wield like, which he didn't even really he didn't use it like he just was like no. No, I'm not okay. going to sign this spending bill for the first time in four years. I'm not going to vote for this. We're not going to pass this for the first yeah. time in four years. Like, I think Mitch McConnell didn't want to be 
Senate majority leader anymore. Mm-hmm. Because right at the time when Georgia was deciding who their two senators were going to be, thereby deciding the 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 skew of the Supreme Court of the of the Supreme Court of the Senate and possibly the Supreme Court. Uh, more on that later. Uh, the uh, he he uh, Mitch McConnell takes a stimulus bill where both Democrats and Donald Trump are saying, let's make this bigger. And he went, no. no. And he put the two senators who were Republicans, uh, 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 Loeffler and um, Purdue, in a situation of having to vote against something that their opponent said they'd vote in favor of, and which was wildly popular with everyone. That's the actions of someone that doesn't want to be Senate Majority Leader anymore. I think, yes, because he's not I, dumb. I, think. I don't. I think he didn't. I think he wanted the heat off of him for a while. I think he wants to go back now to playing the Republican conservative opposition. That you know, well, if we could get back into power, then we'd be able to stop this socialist takeover agenda. And you know, and that's that's where he thrives. And then then he'll be able to go back in as as Majority Leader. Uh, because as we know, turtles don't die. They live like 400 years. So he's not going anywhere. He's not. Go- yeah, he's not. He's not going to go anywhere because Kentucky's not going to vote him out. And uh, he's not going to die. He's not going to die. He's an especially, actual sea turtle. With all the cocaine. Um, yeah. A, a coke. Listen, if you've ever seen a, a sea turtle on cocaine, you know what we're talking about right now. That's, that's, that's why they don't the, want the straws. What, that's yeah, what that's all the why straws the plastic are straw bands was because they keep catching turtles with straws in their noses and oh the poor turtle that turtle meant that so thanks for that question here's a question from uh christopher dutton happy 2021 the year this century can finally drink legally this is chris no middle name dutton calling in on the chris reynolds psychic hotline any predictions on Trump setting up an American government in exile in Mar-a-Lago, along with all the politicians in Congress that are publicly claiming that they will object to the Electoral College results? Thanks. Sweet dreams. Hashtag some guy in Florida. See, these are beautiful because, you know, this was back before there was an armed coup attempt at the Capitol. And everyone's like, oh, do you think it's going to happen? We go, no, everything will be fine. Everything will be um, fine. No. Um, do, <laughs> is Trump going to set up a, a, his own his own no. country, essentially? Yeah. His own, his own country? That would be kind of in, yeah, in anti-American Mar-a-Lago. government? I, <laughs> um, I don't – that I don't think. But then I wouldn't have thought that, you know, there was going to be a 100,000-strong armed takeover of the Capitol either. So, so. I mean – no, I don't think he will. I don't I, think, I think he's, yeah. he, that that would cost his businesses way too much money, and now he can start making money on them again. Yeah, I don't think he's so. I, yeah, I, no, I, I don't think so. I think he he won't ever fade away, but I don't think no. he'll he won't ever fade away. But I think that he will go back to being business Trump uh, for a while, and then in twenty twenty four start coming back out. Again. I think he's going to 
transition into creating like a Trump news network or something like that. I could see that because I could see that like, because why wouldn't he, if he made a Trump news network and basically pulled in all the Newsmax and OAN and some of the rowdier Fox people, he would, he could easily make a subscription service that would become the number one subscription based news service overnight. And uh, I also, you know, again, keep in mind, Donald Trump is not a conservative, never was. He is a uh, progressive, big government, uh, Republicrat. I mean, he's truly a Republicrat, Republican, Democrat, whatever the hell. Um, he calls himself a conservative, but he's not. Um, he doesn't care about the Republican Party, and he certainly doesn't care about, you know, right-leaning media or whatever else. He cares about himself, and he cares about making government great. Whatever the hell that means. Uh, did did you watch his uh, farewell address today? I did not. By any chance? Okay, so it's a tw- it's a twenty minute address, uh, and I watched exactly this much of it because I will say it for you. Um, he, he he says four years ago I was uh, four years ago we were brought in and I began uh, being the 45th president of the United of these United States with a mission uh, to make America great again uh, we accomplished everything we wanted to and more and that was where I stopped everything I wanted to and more and more. really really did you because i remember all of the campaign promises and you batted like maybe 125 if that if that that, he lowered income taxes right not as much as he said and not as much as he said and he didn't uh reduce the number of brackets there's still seven brackets right so and more, Matt. And yeah, he did kind of put a halt to Obamacare with the uh, there's not the the tax anymore. Uh, there's but, not the yeah, there's not the mandate anymore. But Obamacare but, uh, is still. I'm guessing inauguration day is tomorrow. You think it's coming Friday. back? Friday. I think it's coming back. See, I'm not sure if it's coming back because that was always the most uh, wildly unpopular part of Obamacare. I don't know that it's coming back. I could I, put it this way. If it's coming back, it's coming back quickly. Yeah. If it's not doesn't happen soon, it's not going to happen. I personally think uh, Biden's not going to reintroduce it because uh, it was really, really, really unpopular. But it, true. But he always talks about Obamacare being like, because that's what they run on. Obamacare was yeah. a big thing. So they need to have it funded. And the only way you can have it funded is by doing the tax. Yeah, I'd sooner think, and, and you're, you're right, and it may very well happen. I'd, I'd sooner think they're going to push for, it's not going to be Medicare for all, uh, but I think they're going to push for expanding Obamacare in terms of like subsidies and things like that. I think I can see that. Uh, I think Joe Biden and, and congressional Democrats are about to spend money that makes Andrew Yang think, wow, I didn't I didn't mean that that much spending. Like, I, I think I think he's about to spend money like like stupid, like like if you have crypto, you're going to be really happy because the dollar is going to be worth nothing. 
uh, when they're done spending. That that's my opinion. But he might bring back the the mandate. I, I it'll be interesting to see that. But no, Trump's not starting a new uh, a new uh, government. Here is uh, here's a question from I believe from the man himself, from Chris Reynolds. Personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with your music minute. 2020 uh, saw us lose quite a few people, but uh, in the in the hip hop community, we we definitely lost a few that um, had some significant impact. Um, some notable ones being Pop Smoke, King Von, um, and obviously most recently, at least discovered or we all learned about um, MF Doom, and it got me thinking, especially um, Spike the the hip hop lover that he is. Um, I was curious as to what his favorite MF doom track was. I'm partial to saliva myself. Um, but I would love to hear maybe, uh, you know, what his favorite track or two from MF doom is. Thanks. Oh gosh. Uh, beef rap, uh, rhinestone cowboy, um, operation doomsday, uh, Rhymes like dimes, like I, I, I really like. So my here's the issue here. Bookhead, here, here's here's the problem, Chris. MF Doom was easily my favorite rapper and probably my favorite music artist. Like it was devastating to discover that he that he died and that he died two months prior. Like what the hell? Um, I was excited to hear what his new track was, what his new album was going to be because he's so freaking elusive. He barely puts stuff out anymore. He'll put out like a single or or a collaborative thing with someone else, but he never really. But I was so excited for what was going to come out next. Turns out, what came out next was that he was dead. Um, so I was disappointed. But yeah, I mean, any you could pick any of them. My thing is, I don't know that there's a MF Doom song I don't like. Whether it was as MF Doom or JJ Doom or uh, Mad Villain or uh, Victor Vaughn or uh, King Gadira, uh, King. What is it? King Gazira? I I, I don't like, I don't know of a MF Doom song I don't like. But I guess if I had to pick one, it would probably be, if I had to pick one single song, what would it be? Oh, your new mic placement is awful for when you tap your fingers. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. That was um, well, see, see, yeah. So I got my mic. I got my mic here so that when I'm doing like you know professional interviews, it's out of the way. But that means anything that's at hip level is. Oh yeah, okay, that's a problem. Um, um, I get. I guess uh, uh, rhinestone cowboy. That's probably not it, but it's it's one of the first ones that popped in my head. There's there's not a song I don't like from MF Doom. Matt doesn't know who MF Doom is. Nope, I do not. Uh, I learned about who MF Doom was from your post about MF Doom. This is Nipsey Hustle all over again. All over again. All over again. You only know Nipsey Hustle existed because of because me talking about him being dead. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right, here's here's the next one from uh, Laser Legend Matt Hicks. Hey there, guys. This is Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney-in-law, anchor call-in moment, TF. Quick update from the farm. 
uh, our new bloodhound puppy that we just picked up a week and some change ago is more adorable than you can even imagine, but she is also higher energy than I've ever seen. Like this is not normal bloodhound behavior and I don't know if I'm going to make it, but she's so cute. Hashtag laser legend and hashtag masks on for Caitlin. Oh, well, I didn't know. What oh man. The, ma- the masks on for Caitlin mask on for Caitlin. I forgot. I forgot about that. I forgot. <laughs> That's always on time with the three-week-old hashtags. All right. Uh, Matt Hicks is always on time. Okay, right. Here, here's, the next, here's the next one from Laser Legend here. Hello there, guy on left and Spike Cohen and mystery co-host. Mm. <laughs> mm. This is Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. Uh, so I heard a thing from Lindsey Graham, and this got me thinking. This clown said that people got to vote Republican in Georgia to prevent the radical socialists from taking over. Mm. And I wonder, like, is he unironically saying that? Because somehow people don't seem to realize that Republicans are as radically socialist as Democrats. Like, I don't get it. Hashtag laser legend and... Hashtag smash the patriarchy by crapping on the sofa. So uh, what Matt misheard uh, when Lindsey Graham said that we need to stop the radical socialism, he was saying it like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Radical. Oh, Mm -hmm. radical. Radical. Like a surf, like California surfer from the 80s or 90s. Um, Because he was trying to talk to the kids. Um, (laughs) He wasn't talking radical. I see. He's like totally tubular. So yeah, Ra. Reaganomics. <laughs> Those radical Reaganomics, brah. I caramba, eat my shorts. Um. Yeah. Uh. The 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 completely non-socialist, non-radically socialist Republicans that were in charge of the the Senate for the last two years in the house and the Senate for the last four years, um, expanded the debt, $7 trillion, $7 trillion, $8 trillion. Over $7 trillion, yeah. Yeah, over seven, yeah, seven, seven or $8 trillion. They uh, started the pathway to UBI until it looked like their guy wasn't gonna win. Um, yeah, Lindsey Graham was probably saying that unironically however he apparently has forgotten the last four years yeah if we're if we're using the new definition of socialism to mean spending lots of money and giving it away to everybody as opposed to government owning the means of production then yeah there is socialist as (laughs) the ones that are replacing them Mm -hmm. now what republicans will say is yes but the Democrats are about to do way more. Yeah, because they're next. And then if when Republicans get back in, they're going to do way more than the Democrats did. Like, that's what yeah. Trump, Trump just ran up more debt than Obama did, for example. Um, so, like, it, it only continues to get worse. So, uh, what's the next one from? In four next? years. He did it in, in four, four years. years. Hey there, guy on left. And- yeah, yeah, that's a big distinction to make there. 
Donald Trump ran up roughly as much debt as Obama in four years. And a lot of people are going to say, oh, it was COVID. You know, he had to pass these COVID stimulants. No. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, they just needed to open. He he shouldn't have shut down the country. And uh, you shouldn't have been bailing out the states that did. And most of that money went to government and big business. So if you, even if you were just going to say, okay, give everyone 1200 bucks or give everyone 600 bucks or whatever, that was a fraction. That would have been hundreds of billions instead of trillions. Like it was a big difference. Anyway. Spike Cohen and co-host whose name I still don't know yet. This is Matt Hicks calling in on the Chris Reynolds personal injury attorney. Attorney, I'll anchor call in a moment. This is the last one. I, well, I say that now, but I'm no, drinking, so no, it's not. Who knows what's going to happen? Definitely not the last uh, one. I just wanted I to give you guys an update on the Fox situation. Uh, oh, I've good. spent the last couple of weeks refining my Fox snaring technique, and I've had some success. He's come and visited, but I haven't caught him yet. But I think I've got it perfect, and that means that tonight's the night we make history. Hashtag laser legend. I think that this is, first of all, it's not even close to being the last one. Also, it's not um, even the last one from that day. No, definitely not. Um, and I also am, I, I'm curious if he actually got, uh, Matt, if you're watching, tell us in the comments if you actually got the Fox. He may answer that in one of the many, many, many other That's a good things. point. That's, yeah, let's, let's, before we start with that, let's continue. Hey guys, this is. Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney of law, anchor call-in moment, TM. I just wanted to enlighten you a little bit about a conversation my wife and I just had about cooking. Um, frying some pork chops up, and uh, we were having a discussion about what I should fry them in. Butter tastes the best, but it's got the lowest smoke point of the cooking fats. Sunflower oil and vegetable oils have a much higher smoke point, but the flavor is just not quite right. Olive oil has a mid-range smoke point, a little higher than butter, but lower than uh, other olive oils and or uh, uh, vegetable oils and stuff. So it is your uh, best option, I believe, for flavor and getting a good sear on your meat. Hashtag Lisa Legend. I don't think he knows what the show is about. I mean, I know the best way that I get a sear on my meat. She can't comment, so. I was going to say, you, this is a brief period of time yeah, where you can do this. A brief period of time where I can do it. And it makes it where I don't even want to do it now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matt, I have never fried pork chops, ever, in my life. I don't think I have either. No, I've grilled them. I've never, never seared them. Or yeah, uh, grilled and baked. I don't think I've ever. I've never seared. Okay, here's the next one. Hey guys, this is Matt Hicks calling in on the uh, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, (laughs) attorney at law. You could call in moment. TM. My wife and I are sitting here watching the election results come in on. Uh, CNN, and they've got this guy named John King 
that's uh, doing the coverage with Wolf Blitzer. And his hands are freaking weird, man. I need you guys to look at his hands and tell me if they look fake, like painted on or something. Hashtag fake hands. Wait, no. Hashtag lizard legend. I'm, I'm looking up John King's hands. Oh, gosh. John, I, I mean, I wasn't going to look him up, but now I will. Yeah, I'm going to, here, let me, let me get this where we can all see it together. Um, here we go. Here's John King's hands. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm going to say that Matt Hicks was a little inebriated in that moment. I mean, because they're big. They are big hands. I think his hands they're, are big. Yeah, they're banana hands, banana mitts. Yeah, he's got banana hands, but he's not. I don't think it's weird. I think he just has large hands. Okay. All right, Josh McCose just emailed us and said coconut oil and butter. <laughs> okay. Um, here's the next one. Hey, guy on left and Spike and mysterious special guest this is matt hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney chris reynolds attorney at law anchor call in moment tm i just wanted to tell all of your fantastic viewers that i swear to god i promise i'm working on the video for the hot dog slap story because you guys deserve it you need this in your lives and you deserve it but i wanted to give everyone a little teaser and uh put you in the right frame of mind for it black gandalf that's what you need to know black gandalf hashtag laser legend i don't i've heard this story and i have no idea why black gandalf would have anything to do with it um well then you didn't hear the version that i heard because i understand why black gandalf has something to do with it um, i'm starting i'm starting to think that there are multiple versions of the story <laughs> probably uh, that would not surprise me um, so we actually have that to play but do we want to let i think that he has some more teasers on it i'm not okay all right okay sure because now eli stewart or matt jr has some has some uh, uh comments that she wants that she's left so we're gonna play those because that's what this show is about now is the ongoing arguments Battle. between matt and eli yeah here we go. Okay, I didn't realize this was going to start recording immediately, so my bad. Um, I just want y'all to know that I downloaded the Anchor app so that I could do voice messages because who's better than Matt Hicks? Matt Hicks' best friend Eli, right? And I can't find you on Anchor, so unless he sends me the link directly, you guys are not showing up on the Anchor app at all for me. So just letting I want to be aware of that, even though that's not what I was originally going to leave a voice message about. How did you leave a message if you can't find us? She may have been leaving it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. Where were you leaving the message, Eli? If you <laughs> Sounds like you, you did find us. Right. Because you were able to leave us a message. All right, let's go with the next one. Secondly, 
I don't know what Matt Hicks has submitted for the hot dog story because your podcast was so eloquently put together that we were unable to listen to it, which was kind of a good thing because I happened to get Facebook banned for telling somebody to drink bleach. That's not, that sounds way worse than it actually is. Okay. Um, anyways, skipping the bleach comment, whatever he says in regards to the hot dog story, I'm going to go ahead and call bull on it because we were both so trash that night that we didn't even remember what we ate or who was there. We thought one of our other friends was there who apparently wasn't. I don't, I don't know. I was pretty incoherent. All I remember is I got smacked in the cheek with a hot dog and there was a lot of juice. That's the glory of the story. Wow, she just spoiled a, a no spoiler alert on that or anything. Um I just want to know how you didn't find us, but you're leaving messages to say you can't find us. Because she said that he sent it to her. She said that, that doesn't even make sense it. at all. I, hey. Oh, she couldn't find us, so he had to send it to her. Right. Okay. Still doesn't make sense. Here we go. I also feel like we don't give Matt Hicks' wife, Dawn, enough credit she is so sweet. She recounted the hot dog story details to him so he could remember what happened when because time blurs together when you do things you're not supposed to do. Um, yeah, she has taken care of us. She's she's a good woman. She's really sweet. If he didn't marry her, I would have married her because her and his dog knuckles are literally the reason I have survived every hangover and drunken episode. So shout out to Dawn. You're the real homie. Yeah. Definitely. Shout out to Don. This is the most interesting anchor call day ever. Also, so, and I believe Eli, when she says that she would have married Don because she's gay. We're going to get in trouble for that one. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right my next speech and i'm gonna try to do this in under a minute is regarding how your podcast keeps resulting in me getting banned and it only happens on your podcast you so told this is getting drink absolutely ridiculous i need chris reynolds to compensate me for emotional damage what, why and would he... you know overthrow facebook for me or something like that he so get much basically you can look at my history of being banned on facebook and i have a really good record and then you can see when i started watching the podcast that i have been banned every single time i've commented on one of your podcasts so the first two times were because i called matt hicks a bitch and facebook claims that i was bullying him i <laughs> think that's a little crap you um, told someone to drink bleach the the first time that uh, superfan Sarah Andereg got uh, the zuck was because she said she was going to stab me <laughs> for something I said on this show. <laughs> and then she got zucked for 24 hours. It's a terrorist threat. It's a terrorist was, <laughs> threat. <laughs> right. And then she said uh, that she was going to kill me in another post, which caused her to get banned again. Maybe stop saying you're going to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> why you can't comment right now 
It's like, oh, just because I threatened murder. Like, yeah, that's frowned upon. Okay, so here's the next one. So the my dog's snoring so loud right now. Like, it's so difficult to concentrate on sending a voice message. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um. Anyway, the other reason I got banned, and this one is for three days, is because I said this, quote, gotta drink the bleach, brother, end quote, to another libertarian when we were discussing Donald Trump and his comments about can't we just ingest bleach or something like bleach to be able to get rid of COVID. So I said, gotta drink the bleach, brother, like paraphrasing him in a casual way. And because Facebook can't read the intent or I guess the context of a conversation, I got banned for three days, which I protested and immediately got rejected. And now I'm going through an oversight board where they can publicly publish the findings of my case to be able to have the freedom of speech to comment and call Matt Hicks a bitch and get rebanned on muddied waters. So, in all fairness, um, you, you an got oversight banned. board. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you got you got banned for telling somebody to drink bleach, but so did Donald Trump. He got banned as that was one of the reasons. I'm certain. And I mean, you know, everyone wants to defend Sarah, but I don't remember Donald Trump threatening to stab anyone. So, <laughs> remember when this show used to be about politics? I do. It was all <laughs> of two weeks ago. Facebook bans. Now we're talking about individuals in South Carolina. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means, but I find it awfully interesting how I have called people way worse things on Facebook, on public forums. Yet only when I'm on your podcast, do I say something like call Matt Hicks a bitch or tell somebody to drink bleach, you know, again, out of context that I am immediately like spotted by Facebook and censored. I just think that's ridiculous that I can't even partake in a libertarian conversation podcast um, to be able to get information, to be able to joke around with other people without getting banned. That's just ridiculous. I'm going to have to start typing like a robot because even if you say something in a context, you know, you get accused of telling a fellow libertarian to kill themselves because you said something with the word drink bleach in it. I don't know. Hello, hello. Alex from Virginia calling in on the Chris Reynolds personal injury attorney, attorney of law, anchor call in line. And I have a question today for the guy on left and Spike. Stone tablets, cold Steve Austin Cohen. That was rough, and I I sincerely apologize for wow, that. Wow, that was that was. I have rough. a question today about face masks. <laughs> Am I supposed to sneeze in these things? Because you know that's freaking disgusting. Or am I supposed to take it down and sneeze how one normally does, and just spread my germs and COVID all over the place? Thank you. Yeah, I think you're supposed to keep it on. I think that's one of the things that. Are you really? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Coughing, sneezing. Sniffly. Oh, that's awful. Like, that's disgusting. I don't yeah. do that. <laughs> you take the mask out. Excuse, excuse me. Sorry. And then you put the mask back on. 
yes. I don't want that all up here. I, yeah, I, I will remove the mask, sneeze into my elbow, and then put the mask back up. Thereby completely eliminating the purpose of the mask to begin with. Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah. just eliminate the purpose of the mask anyway. Well, there's that too. Um, yeah, you're supposed to sneeze into it. I also, being Jewish, uh, fastidiously clean mine constantly. So, like, my mask is uh when i wear one which is really at this point i wear a mask on airplanes in airports and at in establishments where i'm required to wear one and that's pretty much it yeah that's pretty and much when it. i'm not wearing it i clean it because <laughs> i'm I, I i get the disposables and i just chuck them. oh yeah yeah you can do that too yeah but i like so i would have to bring like a freaking 12 pack because I'm on all these different airplanes and stuff like that. So, and I, I, I guess well, I gotta wear the whole thing all the time. Anyway, whatever. I, I have mean, a very I'll nice. Wear, I'll wear it for like a day. Mask. I'll wear it for like a day and then just toss it. Well, yours is nice and clean because if you sneeze or cough, you take it off first. <laughs> I, I do. I 100% do. <laughs> all right. Okay. Here's, here is uh, one from, uh, from Tom Arnold. Hey, Matt. Hey, Spike. Uh, this is uh, Liberty Claus. I've got a very important question. Some discussion a couple of weeks ago about whatever it is Matt's carrying on his shoulder these days, whether it's a man purse, whether it's a purse, whether it's a laptop case, just whatever the hell it is. And I think it would uh, behoove you guys to further discuss this we truly need a definition um have a good show and i'll be listening ta-ta do you have this bag so we can look at it to judge yeah yeah it's how how i carry my computer places (laughs) yeah oh i've seen this yeah 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 it is a leather engraved with my name you can't really see it in the camera uh but leather engraved and it carries my computer. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> what do you consider it? Uh, I, I consider it like a satchel or a messenger bag. A satchel? A satchel. We'll call it a satchel. That sounds like masculine and utilitarian. Yeah, satchel. It's a satchel. From here, from here to for... It will be only known as a satchel, Meg Jones. From, uh, henceforth, henceforth, it is a, it's a satchel. That's fair. Okay. All right. Here's the next one. Hello, hello. Alex from Virginia calling in on Chris Reynolds, personal injury attorney, attorney of law, anchor call in line. And is he I have a, work a question today for you guys. So there, there was a lot of hoopla going on capital this past week and I'll get your guys' thoughts on that and do, do you think Alex Smith being out with an injury really hindered the football team against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or do you think it, they would have lost either way thank you are you in a coal mine like what like it sounds like he's backing up a forklift 
It sounds like a forklift's backing up to him. <laughs> sounds like he's driving the forklift. I guess so. Yeah, anyway, I, 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 I could... <laughs> Uh, Something so about Alex Smith. Alex, Alex Smith being out of the game between the former Washington Redskins and uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers made absolutely no difference. The Redskins were 6-10 and 10 and made it to the playoffs because they won their division. I think they were 6-10. and 10. They may have been 7-9 and nine because they won their division and they were going up against the 11-5, and five, I think 11-5 and five Buccaneers with Tom Brady in the playoffs. No, Alex Smith was not going to be the difference maker there. Just wasn't going to happen. Uh, the Redskins were going to get slaughtered in that game. Um, sorry, the Washington football team uh, is going to get was going to get slaughtered in that game, and uh, that is what happened. I now know how you felt when I was talking about MF Doom. Yeah, I feel that way a lot when you talk about rap. <laughs> Sometimes I like sports. Hello, hello, Alex from Virginia again, what? and I have a scenario for you guys. Cleaning out your cabinets or whatever, and you find a bottle of purified drinking water. You don't remember it being there, so you're like, huh, this is strange. You crack it open, out comes a genie. So, you have a genie. Some time has passed, you have absolutely wasted your first two wishes. Alright, maybe you're like, huh, I wish I knew where the TV remote was, and then the genie's like, boom, you know. And then you're like, wow, I wish I didn't say that. So now, now you don't even know where the TV remote is, and you're out two wishes. What's your third wish? It's got to be anime cat girls, right? <laughs> what? I mean, honestly, if I forgot that I had asked for my TV remote, and that was the first thing that came to mind, I'm probably more than likely asking for another TV remote. Right now, I'm asking for people to call in with political questions. That would be my wish. <laughs> my, my third wish is that from now on, people ask questions about <laughs> ask questions about the ostensible as purpose a, of this show, right? As opposed to random life updates. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of our fault, though, because we it said, is. "Yeah, we, we said, we hey, let it just happen. leave any question, or even just." But anime cat girls, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever you're into, it's your wish. I'm I'm good with that. I think my wish would be like world peace or something. And then the genie would go, no, we're not doing anything cliche like that. And I'd say, okay, fine. Where's my remote? <laughs> I'm going for, I'm still going for real questions on. That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> Hello, hello. Gosh. Actually, okay, my guess, my wish is that from now on Alex calls not in the in the what I have no it, idea. I think he's they're building a bridge or something. Yeah, he's he's in Virginia Beach, so that's possible. Yeah, on the I probably shouldn't be outing with, him like that. In, well, you didn't say where in Virginia Beach. He's by a construction site in Virginia. <laughs> he's Beach, by a construction so. site for sure. That that narrowed it down. Calling in on the Chris Reynolds personal injury attorney, attorney law anchor, calling moment. I have a question today for you guys. What is one of your favorite songs right now? You know, something just that just catches your ear, maybe gets stuck in your head for a little while. And in the event that any of the audience doesn't know that song, could you could you sing it for us? 
I think he's at a soundboard just pressing industrial <laughs> and buttons. That was like a fire alarm. Yeah. Um, where are you? Like, I feel like he's in a war zone or something. Like next you're going to hear gunfire and like a mortar going off. Right. <laughs> um, one of my favorite songs right now, uh, anything by AJR. Anything by AJR, uh, I'm into. Uh, and no, I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to sing any of them. Gosh. Like a new song? I don't really like new music because I'm an old Jew. Um, You're a middle-aged Jew. I'm a middle-aged Jew. I feel old. Yeah. A new song. Uh, I heard a cover of Sarah Smile by uh, Teddy Swims. But that's like an old song. But it's a cover. But it's a cover. It counts. I'm counting that as a new song. Okay, here's some more from Matt. So do you want to do the hot... Are these... I Man, I have no... I didn't even listen to these. Okay. I'm going to... Holy <laughs> hell. I'm... <laughs> We're going to... I'm making an executive decision right now. After... At, at long last... We are going to play the hot dog story now. <laughs> right? Yeah, I okay. mean, why not? We're playing the hot dog story right now. Hello there. Welcome to the Matt Hicks Story Hour. Wow. By popular demand, you all wanted to hear the hot dog slap story. And who am I to keep an adoring public waiting? <laughs> so, one day, while I was in my undergrad education... My dear, dear, sweet, sweet, naive country mouse friend, Eli Stewart, says to me, we should go get tattoos and do mushrooms. Little did she know. So here's how this went down. A dear, dear friend of ours, who I shall refer to as Ronnie Fist. <laughs> Not his real name, because he has a professional career to look out for. We all go to the tattoo shop. And they get little pill crow symbol tattoos. And, I, you know, I'm the go big or go home kind of guy. I end up with this elbow to wrist sleeve thing going on with the kind of scissors, pill crow dude throwing up and all this. Hey, whatever. We get these tattoos done. Mine... mine Took several days because it was more than one sitting. Anyway, not for nothing. We get these tattoos done, and then we come back to my house. My wife, the sweet, sweet woman that she is, she made pizza from scratch. 
the dough and everything. And I laid out all the booze and all the drugs. Because that's what we do. Booze and drugs. Anyway, I'm no rookie at this, right? So I know. Let's eat first. So we eat the pizza. And we wait about an hour or so, let the food settle down, hour, hour and a half, let the food settle down, because mushrooms ain't the best thing in the world for your stomach. So, and there's like conversation, we're drinking a little bit, and listening to records, because that's what we do at my house. The magic moment arrives, and we eat a bunch of magic mushrooms. Here's a little aside for those of you who maybe aren't so initiated into the world of psychedelics. When you take mushrooms, at least for me, how it goes is that uh, after about 30 minutes, 45 minutes or so, I get this tingly, vibrating thing going on my whole body. Like every atom feels like it's dancing, right? You're just giddy. You want to get up. You want to go. You want to do stuff. Kind of starting to get this energetic thing going. And then once that starts, it goes for about 10-ish minutes. And then... <laughs> like a rocket ship next level right like you're just zooming from this slow gentle gradual increase straight up and then you plateau for a little while we're sitting around listening to records and bullshit and then i start feeling the tingly going on and i'm like yeah here we go time for the ride buckle up bitches this used to be a political show so we go outside set the mood for you it's a beautiful, I remember crisp, when we did politics. late fall, early winter night in South Carolina. It's chilly, but not freezing cold. Like Much like now, I'm wearing my sock monkey hat because me, much like the Beatles and their hit song, uh, everybody's got something to hide except for me and my sock monkey. Whatever. Anyway, somehow I assume it had something to do with the cold. Ronnie Fist ended up wearing my uh, farwa, which is an Arabic robe thing that they wear during the winter in the Middle East. It's predominantly worn by like sheikhs and important people and shit. It's kind of dressy, but it's really warm. I call it my warm hug. Um, and somehow he ended up in my house slippers. I don't, I don't, I don't really fucking get that part, but whatever. It, it happened. It's a thing. Can't undo it. So we go back outside, and uh, we walk out into the orchard. Uh, we call it the orchard. It's a spot out in my front yard where um, my wife and I, over the years, have planted several fruit trees. There's beautiful full moon going on. You get the moon shadow action happening. This story is it's different than what I delightful. heard. We're out in the orchard looking at the moon and just being high and talking. Somebody gets the great idea that we should go for a walk in the woods. So, like, Eli is like giving me right? the story. So, we start walking off into the woods, and it's me, and it's Ronnie, and it's Eli in that order, single file. I've been there before, I know my way around, even though it's dark, dark in the woods because, you know, the trees and all that shit block out the light. We're walking off into the woods, and uh, at some point, Ronnie hung up on a, uh, 
a wisteria vine. It was like a two-inch round wisteria vine or something like that. And he trips and falls. And Eli and I apparently uh, stuck fully in the hive mind of psychedelic mushroom-induced uh, syncopation. Both were like, fuck this, we're out. And we just left. Like, I kept on walking. And uh, she actually walked on him. She stepped on him, not over him, not around him. She stepped on him, walked on Ronnie, and uh, we just walked out of the woods and left him in there. Left him there, laying on the ground. Like, kind of, he wasn't really yelling for help, but he was making ruckus. Gosh, anyway, I'm so... Uh, <clears throat> I think the Blair Witch up here. That's Eli and I are in the orchard, enjoying the full moon. When out from the woods comes Ronnie. A vision. A vision, right? It's dark. This is a hot dog story, by the way. And he's wearing this long, dark robe. One slipper. And he's carrying this, like, I don't know, like six-foot-long stick. Like a, like a, like, like a fucking majestic black Gandalf, right? That's what he looked like. And he comes walking over to us, like, leaves and shit in his hair. And um, I was like, okay, cool. He's not dead. And I just continued walking because that's what I do. I came back up here to the house and I uh, got myself something to drink. So I'm smoking a cigarette, much like now. But they're still out in the orchard talking. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Let me go see what they're, let me go see what they're about. So I go walking back down to the orchard, and I interrupted their conversation. They were talking about moments in time and objects in the universe, and whether or not they have any intrinsic meaning, or if that's just something that humans impart to them. And the conversation was directed pre predominantly at Ronnie's stick, his wizard staff. At this point, there was a convergence of the minds once again where they both agreed that I ruined a moment that they were having by just simply stating, it's just a fucking stick, dude. Sometimes a stick is just a stick. So anyway, we all come back up to the house and we go back inside. And Ronnie and my wife are in the record room listening to records and Eli and I uh, had a raging case of the munchies because we've been smoking weed, eating mushrooms, drinking. We were like... We need something to eat. Pizza's gone. We ate it all. So we go in the kitchen, and the two of us, like a like a couple of freaking truffle pigs, are rooting around in the refrigerator for something to snack on. A couple of days earlier, I had uh, barbecued. I had I'd fired up the grill and cooked some burgers and some bratwursts. And there, the bottom shelf of the fridge, this plate covered in saran wrap, Underneath the saran wrap are four delicious, amazing-looking bratwurst, like still glistening with the oily sheen in there, brown with like little char marks of crispy flavor strip heaven. We gotta eat these. We got we gotta eat these. So we pull them out of the fridge and we put them on the kitchen counter. Peel back the saran wrap that was like the oil. It was kind of sticking. To the bratwursts a little bit. Just peel it back. 
We're sitting there, we each grab one, and we're just eating them cold straight off the plate because why not, right? It's cold. So I have this moment where I look over at Eli, doughy-eyed, open-mouth-chewing, like a goddamn cow or a goat chewing its cud, a, a, a fucking ruminant. And I look down at this plate of bratwursts. I look up at Eli. I look down at this plate of bratwursts. I look up at Eli, and I knew right then what I had to do. So I reached down and I grabbed the bratwurst. Staring at the bratwurst. And I look over at Eli, and I just saw the look of terror come into her face. She knew something was going to happen, but she had no idea what was going to happen. And I cocked my arm back, pow, right across the face. I don't know if any of you have seen the movie How High, but this bratwurst slap was just like the the diaper change baby powder scene with the pimp slap, except replace the hand with the hot dog. I replaced the baby powder with the uh, light oily sheen that it left like right across her cheek. And, uh, her jaw dropped open, and her eyes got huge, and all she could muster was to ask, why would you do that? And I tell you, to this day, I don't know why. It just seemed like the thing to do. So that was 12 and a half minutes of Matt Hicks telling a story that I can tell in 35 seconds. There is zero reason that that story reason that that story needs to be that long is so long. And I want everybody to know uh, it was longer when I got it. And I cut out a lot. <laughs> that was a no filler version of a story that literally. Sh- yes, it was worth it, Matt. It was worth it. He's asking if it was worth it. Here's how you tell <laughs> Billy that story. Pierce says he's never getting that 12 minutes back. Nope. Nope. Uh, Hey, can you tell me the hot dog story? Sure. So I was doing drugs with someone and we went and we went and looked at the moon and then we came back and had some really interesting conversations. Then we went and ate bratwurst and my friend Eli was eating bratwurst with me. And so I hit her in the face with it. That's why she's not gay no more. That's how you tell that story. Look, that had that, that was definitely less than a minute, right? 
That was definitely less than a minute. Yeah, like it's definitely my, less my, than a minute. My version of that story was, oh, well, I was I was doing drugs with a friend of mine, and uh, we were on a bunch of drugs, and I got munchies, so we went to see what was there, and I found a already cooked bratwurst in the fridge, and I hit my friend in the face with it. Now, Eli saying the stick part was more vital than even presented in that story. Okay. <laughs> I just don't even know what... I, I, yeah. This show uh, is supposed to be about politics. Yes. That, that was the original intent. And yet somehow it has turned into... Matt Hicks calls in to tell us about his dog and his fox and hot dog stories. And hitting the, the hitting with the hot dog, yeah. At least the sound's working this time. <laughs> That's true. Things are looking up. 20, 2021, the episodes in 2021 are really going off. All of the episodes in 2021 are like, what the hell has happened? <laughs> right? We had a show. We had an episode, folks, that got over a quarter million views. And now look at us. <laughs> we had prime time numbers. We had for... pro- we had like comparable to eight, to like broadcast news numbers, cable news numbers. And now look, this is. Oh, that's a good question, Jordan Fletcher. Thank you for the five bucks. Uh, oh, I missed yeah, thank it. You. Did he eat it afterwards? That is yeah, a Matt, great. Record a half hour long story about whether or not you <laughs> ate it afterwards. No, t- let us know if you ate it afterwards. <laughs> Um, please no more stories from Hicks. We have many more here. We have oh gosh, we have a we have a few more. Yeah, no, there's a lot, but we only have 24 minutes before I have to be done. Okay, so we'll have to skip those. So Matt, we gave you a solid 12 minutes of story. We're gonna have to skip over these ones. We love you, bud. Both of oh, them we... are saying he ate it. Okay. Both Eli right. okay. and Matt are saying that he did eat the hot dog. Um, okay. Well, there you go. Okay. All right. This is so we're going to become our most listened to episode at anchor.fm slash money. This is going to end up getting a million views. And this and, is what we'll be known for. And if I, you know, run for office in the future, they'll be like, hey, hot dog guy. And I'm like, sure. So, okay, here's one. Hello. Hello. Alex from Virginia calling in. And going back to my genie question, if you wish for something and then wish you didn't make that wish, how many wishes do you still have? Is this a genie paradox? Like, what, what's going on there? All right, thank you. If you wish something and then wish you hadn't wished it, that's two wishes. Yep. Straight up. Two... Straight up two wishes. Straight up two wishes. Okay, here's one from Mercedes. Oh my god, it took me like 15 minutes to find you on this Anchor app, just so you know. Hello, how are you guys? I hope you're doing Anchor. well. Sorry you couldn't do this on your normal scheduled evening, but I'm glad you didn't because I definitely did not get a message in until today. Um, so, Spike... I hope your Kennedy interview went well, is going to go well. I don't know when you're going to play this. Um, Also, uh, my question is what your favorite pie is, both of you. It's a very important question. It's like 
the most important question. Um, also, Spike, how would one go about baking you a pie within your dietary guidelines? Uh, thank you so oh, much. Uh, Nemi says hi. Nope. Goodbye. For what, Nemi! For Spike's dietary guidelines, what you do is um, you get salmon, you smoke it, and you give it to him, and you say it's a pie. Call it pie. Sam <laughs> smoked salmon pie. pie. That will it's a crustless, me. open face smoked salmon pie. Um, so my favorite pie is... And these are two... I, I have to pick two. This cheesecake... Cheesecake does not count as pie, right? I'm gonna say no. Okay, then, 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 yeah, because that would be my favorite pie if it if it did. Uh, so either uh, sweet potato pie or pecan pie. Now I just got a text message saying that if I answered the pie question wrong, I'm dead. <laughs> She's gonna get blocked from texting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so obviously the only correct answer I can give is super fan Sarah Andreg's pie. That's what she wanted you to say? No, she probably wanted me to say her apple pie with cinnamon rolls and crust. Um, oh. which that would be the right answer, but Sarah Andreg's pie works just as well. She's going to get banned from texting for threatening to kill people. <laughs> Verizon's going to be like, no more. No more terrorist no more. threats on our service, lady. All right. Okay. Here's the next one. Hello. Hello. Alex from Virginia calling in on the Chris Reynolds personal injury attorney, attorney of law anchor call in moment. I have a question today for the two of you. I was wondering and kind of hoping that you would be able to point me in the way of a more fun, lighthearted conspiracy theory to look into. You know, I don't, I don't want to oh. get into some super serious stuff like, oh, 9-11 was an inside job or anything like that. Like, one of my favorites is that last year McDonald's introduced the Travis Scott meal as a means to get rid of a lot of barbecue sauce packets that were about to expire. So a conspiracy theory in that vein, if you will. Thank you. Now that's probably true though. <laughs> it's not, it wouldn't surprise me. So would not. my, um, like I, th this one is not as small as that, but honestly the flat earth, the f Ooh, those text messages um the flat earth uh theory the flat earth conspiracy um not reading those uh she will get banned from verizon um the flatter the flat earth conspiracy is possibly my favorite i when when i had a facebook because matt Wright with a w doesn't have a facebook um I was a member of a group called Flat Earth No Trolls, and it was the greatest bathroom yes. reading, greatest bathroom reading I've ever found. And you just go through it, and the people there trying to explain flat Earth and how us glo uh, roundies, globe tards, 
Globe tards. That's it. Globe tards. <laughs> yeah. That they was... don't understand astronomy at all. No. Um, every other planet's round, or they don't exist, and they're just on the firmament. They're just imprinted on the firmament. Imprinted uh, on the firmament. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that, that one's my favorite. Uh, I might actually rejoin that group because it is great, great. Bathroom you know reading. they won't let you go to antarctica mad no except they, they won't. do they won't there there is an ice wall that will stop you like you going. actually can go to antarctica if you want you can. to there are people who go there, there. are people there are who people go there, there. Who... there are people there right now you can go it's just highly ill-advised because you'll probably die if you don't have if you're not set up for it yeah it's really uh, cold. Uh, joe, joe hackman says australia isn't real that's that's a good one um, yeah, I like any of the things that assert that entire states and countries aren't real. Um, I don't know how creative those are. Um, I like the one that it's all Ohio. That everything is Ohio. And I say that because when I went to Ohio this last time for my Waffle House Whistle Stop tour that began in Cincinnati and ended in Cleveland, I found that I felt like, because I stopped at like 13, 14 stops, 15 stops, something like that, I felt like I had just traveled the entire planet. Like literally. So there's the answer to that. Here's the next Jordan Fletcher, thank you. Thank you for your donation on YouTube. Oh, thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Oh, gosh, thank you. Um, you need to look up. I'm just saying hot dog for good. I will definitely do that. Yes, I, I, I need to see more hot dog content <laughs> after tonight. After tonight, that wasn't enough. I need, I, if anything, I need more hot dog content. Hey, Matt and Spike, Josh McCoe is here. I'm just thinking about the incoming hyperinflation of the dollar and what we might convert our cryptocurrency to if the, um, world reserves of the dollar go to zero what's your guys take on this uh if that happens i'm converting my crypto into uh mansions and islands and sports cars property yeah property 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 and sports cars i mean sports cars aren't durable goods but that would be my splurge right yeah the the pound oh and salmon uh, salmon gold oh oh gold, the, the original gold <laughs> the gold of the sea <laughs> i think that's just gold is gold in the sea i mean when they were panning for it it was in rivers oh yeah yeah food yeah, that's food. what actually happened they would go there and they would try to pan for gold and they're like Stam and it was just salmon flopping about. They're like, and they were get like, out you know, of our this way. Is, this is gold out. fish. This fish oh. is its weight in gold. Gold fish, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I said that I wasn't going to play anything from uh, Matt uh, Hicks, but I am going to play this one. <laughs> I hit her so hard the fucking hot dog broke.
this is the stupidest show we've ever done. <laughs> well, that's a good one to end on, folks. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this hour and 40 minute long absolute Not utter nonsense. From now on, we're going to have show notes. Yeah, I'm not scheduling podcasts on Monday night anymore. Woo. Um, so, folks, any, any final thoughts, Matt? I feel like I, I feel bad. Uh I feel bad for Josh McCove because I feel like he was the only one that asked a semi-real like question. legitimate question. Yeah, yeah like a oh. legitimate question. And <laughs> we just brushed over it at the end because we were like... so fatigued that we just couldn't even pro No, but I answered how I would. I mean, no, I, I think the yeah, dollar is going to, you know, it's going to go to garbage and, and crypto will both by virtue of the fact that crypto is actually gaining in true value in terms of purchasing power and relative to the currencies that we'd otherwise be using, it's it's gaining even more because they're losing. I think crypto is going to be incredibly valuable. And I do plan to buy a lot of fish. So folks. And if you, by the way, uh, if you happen to decide to leave uh, big, big tech and you head on over to float, F-L-O-T-E dot app. Uh, you can follow us and you can donate uh, to us in crypto there, which people have been doing. And you could, yes. just, you could start this. You could be the one to start this, which also reminds me that I'm 85% certain the creator of Float will be on this show next Tuesday. Yes. We're going to have King Kingsley Edwards on next week we believe we think we think probably we 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 got the definite from him a week ago but i haven't followed up so I'm we're gonna get certain. a definite definite we that are he's gonna, gonna be definite, on definite. next week but yeah go to float dot first of all go to float get an account float has everything that all the main social media uh uh companies have without the spying or the uh uh or the uh censorship they will eventually have some advertising, uh, but it will be tastefully done and will not be algorithm based. It will just be purchased advertising that that, that people have bought, um, and uh, you can put anything you want on there. If it's not like a death threat, um, you can pretty much put anything on. You can even put nudes on there. You just have to mark them NSFW, not safe yep. for work. That's their only thing they ask. And now. You can embed float videos in yes. your on your website or wherever you would like to embed them. Yes, um, you can now embed videos. So go over to float.app and uh, tomorrow, uh, which is Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, I will be interviewing on my show, My Fellow Americans, I will be interviewing Jason Spires, uh, who is a, uh, he was uh, arrested uh and put in jail for 15 years for on a marijuana charge. And uh, he now uh, is a, is it full uh, Stanford scholar? He's a, a Stanford. Yeah. High, Stanford. Yeah. Go ahead. So I just talked with our booker 
not long ago. Um, okay. And I thought he was coming on our show, uh, on this show. Did we double book him? I could be wrong. He may have said uh, Spike decided he wanted him on his show. I don't really remember. We might have him <laughs> twice. We might have him on my show and on our show. I'm not sure. Anyway, next tomorrow I'm interviewing Jason Spires and we'll maybe be interviewing him again in the future. Uh, and then have a great weekend and we will see you back here on Tuesday for another exciting episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom where Matt Wright and I will actually talk about the news. I hope. We we will absolutely really talk about the news next week. Hopefully. And yes, for anybody, yes, we, we did do show notes for last week because I saw people ask that question in the comments. Yes, yes. there were show notes for last week, but those notes were dead. They were irrelevant like, to this week. Yeah, yeah they, they were completely yeah. irrelevant to this week. They were talked um, to death. So instead and, we did this. Right. Instead we did this. So Which will end up of... being one of our most watched shows because that's how life works. Yes. So folks, oh Matt, if someone were to decide they wanted to continue uh, consuming this type of content uh, and wanted to do so on the internet, is that even possible? And if so, how? It is possible. Billy Pierce, yes, I am on float. I am the Muddied Waters account on float. I also have my own private, but I'm never on it. Um, I'm on float too, float.app slash Blake Cohen. Yep. Um, If you wanted to find us on the internet and you're one of the old school people who really enjoy listening to the sweet, buttery sounds of our voice. Oh, wait, hang on a second before we get there. I have to thank Timecode Productions for allowing me to use their studio um, for the last few months. in a couple of weeks i won't need it anymore but the guys here have been great they've been so welcoming they're awesome yeah um they're doing a lot of really cool stuff uh and they have the absolute ability to handle any of your video needs um so if you have any video needs please go to timecodeproduction.com and you can have them do your video for you um but great guys um great guys that work here but yeah, if you uh, have any uh, sweet, if you just want to listen to our sweet, buttery voices, you... Hi, everybody. Hello. ...can go to FM slash I need to get a, a, a longer <laughs> mic arm. It's like you're so trying can... to go down on yourself. I know. It's a, hey, everybody. You can go to anchor.fm slash muddied waters. Hey, do you like this? That okay. is M-U-D-D-I-E-D. Waters. Muddied waters i don't know why you guys can't find us media (laughs) mighty waters and you can hit the favorite star hit that and you can also leave us messages and And donate to us and you can donate to us and you don't have to donate for us to play your messages but we're a lot more likely to especially after today especially or start donating um or you can find this in every other episode at muddied waters uh, muddywatersmedia.com well folks thanks so much for sticking around for this this was just fantastic and we will see you next week same muddy place same muddy 